Flux Log. Space date 641117.p. Log, I thought this would be a typical week of slinging cheesesteaks and trying to steal the Cavalier's astrolytic converters, but it would seem fate his other ideas. Imperial Princess Tyrexabeth of the Florvavians is due on board the Cavalier, and I've been randomly selected to serve as her diplomatic escort. I wonder, Log, could this chance meeting lead to something more? No Philadelphian is married into royalty since Grace Kelly. This could be my shot. Oh, shoot. That's my weekly reminder to throw a marble at Grimda's head. I'll let you know how it goes, Log. We find ourselves in the science lab of the CSS Cavalier. You would think by this point in the show we might have visited here more often. But get off my case about it. There, <laughs> surrounded by bubbling beakers of all sorts of shapes and colors, is Grumda, who, let's not forget, is a scientist. What's Grumda up to? Grumda has heard a rumor that if you put orange juice in a popsicle stick into an uh, ice carton and you freeze it, then you get a little popsicle made out of the orange juice. Grumda is testing this theory, which she believes to be a theory, with a variety of different delicious liquids. Orange juice into the ice container, grape juice, apple juice, and of course gas. He's putting the <laughs> popsicle stick in everyone and putting them into refrigerators of different temperatures to see what is the fastest popsicles made and what are the most delicious? And who is Groomda? Oh, that's a great question. Groomda is a pile of tentacles, purplish, intermingling with each other to form the facsimile of a form, eyes of tentacles, a mouth of tentacles, each writhing with each other, never stopping, never ceasing, each trading spaces independently, uh, but the form remains. Groomda, as you work on this dangerous experiment, the fate of the entire concilium on your shoulders. The doors to the science lab opens, and why, who should enter but Liberty Balboa? Ain't no stopping us now. Yeah, that's me. I'm Liberty Balboa. I'm six and a half feet tall. I'm a cockroach. I'm from Earth's closest moon, Philadelphia. I'm the ship's cook. I wear a little cook's hat at a jaunty angle. I wear a grease-stained apron that says, I, Liberty Bell, uh, PA, in uh, my, my top right hand is a golden spatula because I lost it in an earlier episode that I forget the name of. <laughs> well, Liberty, if you must throw something at my head, get it out of the way before I take the popsicles out of the refrigerator. Hey, <laughs> yeah, better up. And I'm going to, I take a little marble, I, I pop it into the air, and I take a swing at it with my uh, spatula hand. I'm going to hit it right at Groomda's head. Liberty, can you make a laser's roll? I... Ever. Now, listeners will remember that Liberty Balboa's laser feelings number is two, and I got a three. That's a failure. Yeah. Liberty, your marble, it does not fly true. Instead of hitting Groomda's head, his tentacles swarm away, uh, making a little hole for the marble to pass cleanly through, hitting the bottle of grape juice. It wobbles. It wobbles. <gasps> it falls to the floor! <laughs> I made a mess! My grape juice! I was using it to make popsicles for children! Oh, Liberty, I was gonna offer you one of my gasoline popsicles, but now I'll keep them for myself. Yeah, well, that's what you get for not wanting to get hit in the head with a marble. Do you want to get hit in the head by a marble? Actually, that's a pretty good idea. Let's see how you like it. Groomda grabs the marble from the ground, throwing it up in the air and catching it as it falls down. The marble seems to travel through, being passed from tentacle to tentacle through one arm to the other, and it shoots out straight at Liberty Balboa's head. 
So Liberty has used this 40-second narration to step to the side. <laughs> Groomda, you are you are doing this in a fit of peak, so I'm going to say this is a feelings roll. Mm-hmm. And I'm a two. Listeners, keep up. I got a five. That's a success. Ha-ha. <laughs> Liberty, what you forgot is that Groomda has terrible aim, and you step right into oh, the no! place he was incorrectly throwing the marble. It whacks you in the head. Oh fuck! Oh fuck you! I gotta kill you! I gotta oh and I'm gonna I'm gonna take my uh my spatula. I'm gonna start just like looking for a surface to try to sharpen it on back into a shiv. It's a science lab, there's lots of like metal tables. Um yeah, I found the one wood table in here and I'm just like, it's not working! It's all part of the experiment trying to determine if wood could make a table. Oh, this is bullshit. There will never be a wood table. Mark my words. And I'm gonna kick the table, uh shattering it. Oh no! My might has been table. One day I'll make something out of you wood. One day. You see, I've borrowed some wood from the Earth uh, Remembrance Memorial Museum uh, floor. Apparently they used to do make stuff out of wood all the time. I saw that twice in my scientific laboratory. I'm going to wheel around and I'm going to get in Groomda's face and go, You know, Groomda, you're really pissing me off not getting hit by my marble. Hitting me then in, again in the head with my marble. Witnessing it as I got frustrated by a wooden table. You better watch how you talk to me because rumor has it, I'm going to get married soon. Married to a princess. That's right, I'm going to be Prince Groomda. And after a quick assassination, I'm going to be King Groomda. You're going to take my name for your marriage? I mean, Did I say Groomda? No, Tyrexabeth. <laughs> Sorry, this I was looking at Groomda when I said that. No, keep it in. Fuck you. I'm going to be, I'm going to be, I'm going to, no, we're not going to get married. We'll never get married. No, I get it. You want to marry me. You want to take my name. <laughs> oh, I know you are, but what am I? You want to marry me. You wish you could marry Liberty Balboa. I'm spoken for. I'm marrying Princess Tyrexabeth, and then I'm going to be king. And you'll be sorry for not getting hit in the head with my marble. But whose name will you squeal at night? It seems you already have groomed on your tongue. <laughs> no, I'll shout my own name, like, like the way I do every time I have sex. Really? Well, actually, since you are so, uh, recently betwossed, how about let you take this table as a wedding gift? The only thing I've been able to use it for is to shave off little parts for my popsicle sticks. But the table and my the memory of my, uh, name is all yours. Hey, fuck you. I'm gonna take one of the splinters from the shattered table off the ground, and now I got a little toothpick. Oh, do you want some toothpicks? I got a whole bunch of splinters if you want some toothpicks. Stop doing this. Stop fucking being like this, man. You're a... You're my enemy. You know that? You are my biggest enemy on the ship. I'm your biggest enemy? All I've ever done is accept you for who you are. A nasty Brutus and who I'm in love with Groom's a man. <laughs> hey, fuck you. I'm not in love with Groom's I'm not in love with anybody except the princess I'm going to marry. So just you wait, okay? You laugh it up now while you can, but one day you're going to be groveling at my feet. Groomed it, there's a bell that dings. It's time to check the refrigerators and see how your popsicles are doing. My popsicles! Groomda opens the refrigerator with his tentacle, and he takes out the ice tray, and in it you see a perfectly frozen orange juice popsicle. No, hold on, sorry. You don't? Oh. No, Tim. Because, again, you pulled this out of a refrigerator. You didn't pull it out of a freezer. Uh-oh. Fuck. You're right. It's liquid. It's toothpicks sitting in liquid. Once again, my experiment failed. This is like the time I accidentally made peanut butter instead of chunky peanut butter. <laughs> Liberty, do you want any spare juice and gas in these little cups? No, this shit's a mockery. I'm a real cook. 
You did what you did. This is a disaster. If you talk to a real cook like me, I could have told you how to make the popsicles the right way. How do I do it? You first you start with whiz, right? You cheese whiz. You put it into one of these. Toss it in the freezer. Forget about it. Come back a few days, whenever you remember, a few days, few weeks later, pull it out, baby, that's cold cheese. Groomda, as Liberty is describing this, your hive mind can't help but wander and think, what if there were just more tentacles? Would you have been able to pull this off all on your own? If you had more viewpoints that were part of your whole, if you were part of that great mass of tentacles you came from, maybe? Well, sorry, what, what was that Liberty I... I was thinking about something else. Yeah, fuck you. I don't have time to repeat myself to a pile of tentacles that's not even listening to me. I gotta go escort the princess. I'll catch you later. Eat my ass. And I wheel around to to walk out of here. Groomda, as Liberty leaves, and as you think of some witty remark to leave him with, Don't let the peanut butter lather your piece of bread on the way out. There it is. As Liberty leaves, a strange feeling washes over you. If you were human, you would say that all at once, each and every tentacle got goosebumps. Ooh. But you aren't a human. You might not even know about goosebumps. All you know is, you feel different. Hmm. of trembling. Gwumda's feeling strange, indeed. Something's happening into Gwumda's very, very soul. If one can say Gwumda had a soul. <laughs> Souls in the Gwumda! Potentially! Hello, Groomda there. Groomda, we've got a we've got a ship that's just come into range and is uh, they're sending someone over and well, I think you'd like to talk to them. Me? You want Groomda to be a bit of a diplomatic entity for the ship? I'm glad to apply. Yes, I think when if you get down to the teleporter room, you'll understand why. On my way. By the way, do you want a table? Um. Just say no, you don't have to be polite. Just say no. No, no, you know, I, I actually have been, I've actually been thinking. I uh I could I could use a I could use a, a table in my quarters. Alright, come by to the scientific lab and take that wooden table I've been working on. I didn't need Oh it. wooden, no, no. Yeah, you couldn't make a table out of wood. Oh. You'll never make a table out of wood, Grumda. I'll never understand this ship. I'll go go to the teleport area. He goes. Tentacle by tentacle. Suction cup by suction cup, he slithers his way to where he was asked to go. Groomda, mm-hmm. you arrive at the teleporter room mm-hmm. just as someone is beaming in. Chris, who do we see? We see a pile of tentacles. What? In some sort of facsimile of form. No. Yes. Tentacles upon tentacles upon tentacles. Some of them make little facial features that would be recognizable to the bipeds on the cavalier. And that facial form made of tentacles turns to you and says, Groomda, it's been so long. Are you me? No, I'm not you. Don't you recognize me? I'm the Grand Oomda! Space. 
What endless mystery. Look at it. Wow. Who do dare uncover its secrets? The brave crew of the starship Cavalier do dare to scout the heavens, to see some moons, to take a dangerous galaxy trip. This is the true story of them that voyage among, oh, these, those stars of space. Tonight's episode is The Grand Umda, starring Branson Reese as Liberty Balboa, Tim Platt as Groomda, Christopher Hastings as the Grand Umda, and Joe Lepore as everything and everyone else. Recognize me? I'm the Grand Umda. The Grand Umda? But I'm Goomda. Uh, and you look just like me. You have tentacles just like me. Uh, are we similar creatures from a different dimension? Are you a mirror version of me? Uh, have I stepped through a black hole at some point? <laughs> oh, Grunda. I remember your sense of humor. No! We are both individuals. I have such confused memories. I, I know I used to be a part of the great mass of tentacles, but then uh, I, Grunda, erupted out of it. Or at least I think so. I have a hard time remembering, and I certainly don't remember you. No, of course not. At the time when you erupted, I was just another tentacle. Or 30 tentacles. Or perhaps even more, or less. But we were all so inspired, all of us tentacles, that is, when you erupted forth into individuality. We said, that doesn't sound like such a bad idea. And slowly, we created more and more beings who had a sense of self. And I became the grandest of them all. And I said, why don't I track down the first one of us to go say thank you? And so here I am, Grunda, here to say thank you. Fascinating. As a scientist, I'm blown away. A creature who wants to see me, who purposely sought Grunda out, and what's more, is inspired by me? A grand Umda. Please. Come to my scientific lab 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 laboratory. I, I, I'm fascinated in studying everything about you. And in studying about you, but more about me. Grimda, you honor me. I would be thrilled to follow. Okay. 
Grumda leads the Grand Umda throughout the halls, and he's calling everyone. <laughs> hey, everyone, look! This guy's inspired by me! <laughs> hey, everyone, look! This guy wants to talk to Grumda! <laughs> hey, everybody, look! This guy thinks Grumda's got something to offer! Huh? <laughs> One time! Ah, <laughs> oh, you can't be! That guy, I'll never be like him, but this guy never will be like me! <laughs> you reach the science lab. Uh, come on in. Uh, you see, ever since I left the planet, I, I've been a scientist of sorts, trying to understand different cultures and different creatures. I've been trying to make tables like the way the Earth creatures from this ship often do. Earth creatures tables? Even from wood? Yes, even from wood. Genius! No one seems to care, though. Oh, no. This is very advanced stuff. I know it's been a long time since you've connected to the hive, the tentacle math, whatever you want to call it in this language that we have to speak now, audibly. <laughs> this is actually some joy to it. Uh, believe me, I'm always going to love the way my tentacles interact with each other, but to combine those tentacles, to make them agree on an expression, and to express that expression to all manners of creatures, not just tentacles, well, it's been the greatest joy of my life. It's absolutely astonishing. What I was going to say was, I know you've been away for a while, but if you can connect to the high memory, which goes back for so long, you know we haven't been able to do this ever. What you have done, even in so simple a craft, is making this table, which has nails sticking out of it, Ever which way. It's an incredible feat. Grand Umba, I'm honored to know you. I'm honored that you came to see me, but I don't know if I can go back. I, I barely remember how I left. If I go back, I feel like I might get lost forever. Right now, Grunda, he likes being Grunda. Oh, that's very interesting. I don't believe we even spoke about you coming back. Uh, didn't you just say that we connect to the hive? Oh, you know, we have these various translation issues. As I've of said, course, it's so yeah. hard to speak this way when I'm so used to connecting on a more intimate level. Well, I guess for novelty's sake, I might as well try to open up. Grunda extends his tentacles, and then they, they seem to um, flower out and blossom, and they uh, reach towards the Grand Umda. But before they can connect, the doors slide open, and Liberty uh, is standing in the threshold of the door saying, Oh, just my luck, I left my fucking keys in here. Where are they? Where are they? And then he looks up, and he sees Grumda extending his arm, and he flexes his eyeball, and the marble that had been lodged in there pops out, and he goes, Wah, 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 two Grumdas? I'm seeing single. Liberty, hey, you might like this guy, someone who will actually marry you. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Liberty. This is the Grand Umda. They're from my home planet. Jesus Christ, hold it. First of all, first of all, I made a single conversation mistake. You make like 900 every paragraph. You got one win and you're treating it like a dog. You're just like with a fucking chew toy. You All the, the squeaker's gone, buddy. Who are you? Oh, hello. I am the Grand Umda. Once Grunda here ejected himself from the home world, all of his tentacles thought, hmm, maybe individuality isn't such a bad idea after all. 
And so he created a society, and eventually I was made into the leader of sorts. So you're like Grimm's boss? Um, I would be if he was any other one of us. But no, it's more that, like, I'm, um, a king and he's our god. <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? Are you serious? There's a whole planet of people who are lower status than Grimda? Oh, yes, indeed. There are millions upon billions upon zillions. That's the most pathetic thing I've ever heard in my life. That's so funny. Grimda, this is a This is funny. You got to admit, man, this is fun. You're less than a puddle of piss to me. And then there's a dude who's lower than you. That's fucking hilarious. Anyway, where are my keys? <laughs> I'm actually pretty moved by it, Liberty. And I'm curious about what this whole planet wants to do with me. Uh, I get no respect. And at that, a tiny Liberty Bell appears over Liberty's head and it cracks to signify. This is how a Philadelphian has an idea. And Phil, uh, uh, Liberty looks up. He goes, wait, there's a planet where you're from and you're the god of it. I came from somewhere, of course. And apparently now I'm the god of it. That's incredible. So that means you could go back to that planet and you would stay there forever and you'd never come back. I don't want to go back forever. I like exploring. I like well, well, hold on before you rule it out. You should at least check this planet out, man. You could live like a god there. And I, the apartment next door to mine, the room next door to mine, I could rent it out to people. Because it'd be free. You wouldn't live there anymore. This is a good This is a good situation for both of us. Where are my keys? I guess it couldn't hurt to go check. As a scientist, it would be a good idea to have a firm memory uh, and firm information about where I'm from. Grandumda, if you wouldn't mind... I would like to go check out this planet. Of course. Groomder, that's all I want is just for him. You over for a little visit to see all the things you've inspired. But I've traveled a long way, you understand. And you may be a scientist so well-versed in the plethora of life forms, of cultures across the universe. But me, I've been on a beeline to find you, royalty, the representative of the entirety of the tentacles. Would it be so much to ask for perhaps a royal banquet in my honor? Just a slight show of diplomacy from your new government? Um, look, pal... People on this ship are not interested in celebrating a, a Gwumda, okay? We can try, but I don't think you're going to get the respect that you desire. But one of the things Gwumda learns is resilience. And as on the great spaceship of life, you must be resilient to people who are trying Here to Here they are. Down. I found my keys. There. Oh God, I've been looking all over for them. You know, I tell you, Princess Tyrexabeth, she's locked in the airlock right now. But don't worry. She's got probably two minutes of oxygen in there before she suffocates. How long have I been here? I don't fucking time you. Literally, I know you want me to know what you're doing at every moment. But I don't know where or why you came. Okay, pal. And I run out of the room. And I, I pop my head back in. I said, Grimda, for real, you should consider going and living on this planet forever and never coming back. All right, bye. That's my best friend. A Philadelphian. <laughs> we cut now to the banquet hall of the CSS Cavalier. There, in their dress uniforms, are many of our favorite crew members. But we move, the camera moves past all of those beloved and thrilling characters to the head table, where sits Grimda. 
the Grand Umda, Liberty Balboa, and Princess Tyrexabeth. Say, I sure do like these things that you call Doritos. Honestly, the first few years you have them, they're amazing. After that, you really learn the pleasure of the fuito. Ah, well then, something to look forward to. Perhaps you can bring this back, along with all the other culinary delights of the universe, to our people. Liberty, you call this Cool Ranch? Yeah, well, uh, I didn't actually come up with the name for it, but let me tell you, I don't not call it Cool Ranch. And I, I feed her one like a, like I'm feeding a, a Roman emperor grapes. Nom, 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 nom. Oh, yeah, eat up. Hey, I couldn't help but notice that ring finger's looking so naked. <laughs> Thank you. That's right, it was a compliment. Hey, say, uh, what say you and I, uh, make out? What is this? Making out. Oh, it's great. You put your mouths on each other. It just you just go fucking hog wild. Hog wild? Yeah, it's like uh you go crazy the way a pig goes crazy. Ah yes. Now I understand. <laughs> I thought you would, yeah. Thank you, Liberty. You are a wonderful guide. Yes, perhaps later. After I've had three or four more Doritos. <laughs> oh baby, when you eat with Liberty Balboa, you eat in style. And I dip more Dorito Cool Ranch Doritos into her open mouth. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna bury your ass. The Grand Umda takes a drag off an old earth cigarette. Oh, now that feels even better than a Dorito. What do you call this thing? And the ship's ENT, ear, nose, and throat doctor, uh, says to him, Oh, well, that's just a cigarette. It's made out of tobacco, an earth product that is rich in the fabulous nicotine. They use this thing to cause throat cancer, and other cancers too. But here, so far in the future, we know it's just a coincidence. Every time. Enjoy, my tentacled friend. May I try one? Yes, of course. We've got cigarettes aplenty. We've got more cigarettes than we do water on this ship. Princess Tyrexabeth uh, leans over to accept the cigarette that Dr. Dewey is lighting for her uh, and her mouth, which we haven't described yet, but is like an iris. It sort of opens just large enough Whoa. for a cigarette to be placed inside. <laughs> That's nice. Isn't it? Nicotine feels wonderful. All right, hands off, buddy. Hands off. I saw her first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've got to yeah. go to bed. I'm a responsible man. Yeah, put that cigarette in your butthole mouth. Uh, Grunda is <laughs> holding a cigarette himself, and he's uh, rolling it around his fingers. Yeah, everyone's smoking. Everyone is smoking. It's a banquet. Why wouldn't they? <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's a party. On the CSS Cavalier, if it's a work day, everyone's smoking. If it's a weekend, everyone's smoking. If it's bedtime, they're smoking. He's rolling the cigarette around uh, nervously. He hasn't brought it to his mouth yet. And then he turns to the Grand Umba. Uh, Grand Umba, I, um, I have to ask, if I were to go back to the planet, yeah. uh, when you're there, are you the way you are present to me now? Or do you dissolve, dis dissipate? back into the many tentacles of which we both came. Oh, I see. Now I understand your reservations. Grunda, things have changed. Where once there was a wriggling planetary mass of tentacles, 
meaningless. Just wriggling this way and that for miles and miles, etc. We never knew how many miles we ever needed to know. But no, we remember when the mass ejected one solitary individual, you, Gruda. We remember when we shot off you into space. And we said, that seems like a pretty good idea. And we all started separating into new beings. And then uh, very quickly, we had different identities and different names. And uh, we made like stores. We made little snow businesses. <laughs> like hardware stores and grocery stores. I have yet to discover what is a grocery, but still, nonetheless, we've made an idyllic life, Gruda, where one can be individual and also part of a community. And we've got at least 12 statues dedicated to Gruda. Don't you want to see those statues, Gruda? Of course I do. It's just being on this ship. I guess I sort of like being the person who's a little more different. And I guess in some ways I also like the being the person that everybody's got a problem with. It means you get a certain type of attention. With all the attention of being a god, I guess I'm a little bit uncomfortable. But you know what? It's a scientist's job to work through discomfort for the sake of knowledge. So, Grand Doomda, I'm happy to leave. I'm happy to leave whenever you'd like. Of course. That reminds me of Liberty. He also likes being different. He told me about all the big swings he took, choreographing the dance in Silver Linings Playbook. Yeah, that was me. I, I choreographed. I went back in time and I choreographed all the dances in Silver Linings. David O. Russell, he's a pushover. He's a dude you can bully pretty easily. I told him, I'm going to be, I'm calling the shots here from, from here on out. I would bet, you know, you ever seen a little movie called I Heart Huckabees? Neither have most audiences. Nobody saw it. Whatsoever, I don't know where I'm going with that riff. Fuck David O. Russell is where I'm going. I'm the one who choreographed all those dances. What a setting. Oh, I mean, Liberty and I are completely different. He needs everyone to like him and think he's cool, and I'm comfortable with people not liking me at all. Whoa, 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 that's not true at all. I don't need everyone to like me and think I'm cool. I just rock, and so everyone likes me and thinks I'm cool. Oh, come on. You can't even throw a marble at a Gwunda. <laughs> Oh yes, I can, and I pull another marble out of my uh, out of my my apron, and I'm gonna I'm gonna launch it at Groomda's head. And Groomda takes out behind him a ping pong uh, paddle, which he's been keeping ever since the first throw. Stop it, dude! What the fuck's wrong with you? You're making me look low status in front of my fiance, probably. Oh, too bad. You're gonna look low status when you say my name, Milkoitis. This is why I fucking hate you, dude. This is why. Just fucking let me bully you. You're so weird about it. You're so hard to land a hit on. When I get a win, I take the win. Gwumda's back at the basketball court. The king of the games. Gwumda. Joe, can I throw a marble at his head? Yeah, of course. Make a laser's roll. Yeah, of course. You got it. That's a six. I could not have failed it harder. The marble heads right to Gwumda's uh, paddle where he whacks it back. There he is. That's the one we worship on an entire planet. Well, then fucking go, dude. Just go. Leave the CSS Cavalier. Go forever. Go to this planet where everyone's obsessed with you. You're so, you crave attention. You don't mind negative attention. Just go get some positive one. Get the fuck out of here. You're blowing it for me. 
fine. I'll go. Maybe when I leave, you'll all realize what you really had when Gwumda was here. Maybe when I get back here, you'll all have built statues because of how much you need me. The only scientist who ever done a good job on this trip. The only scientist who ever did a Stanford prison experiment on the ship. The only scientist who cared enough to look at social behaviors and the way that other people look at chemicals. Let's go, Gwandumda. You said it. So, uh, you think Santa will like these Patreon-exclusive These Those episodes? I don't know. I never met the guy. But how could he not? It's the best deal in podcasting. Waha! He does exist! Oh, dozens of hilarious Patreon-exclusive episodes with Ali Fisher and the rest for only $5? Sign up today at patreon.com slash oh, these, those stars of space, link in the show notes? They do exist! Uh, Santa? Don't forget the Discord. We fade in on the starship of the Grand Umda, as the king himself and our very own Groomda teleport aboard. Grand Umda, what do we see? Oh, well, we see a majestic craft, only most befitting of the Lord of the Tentacles himself, the Grand Umda. It looks like a standard humanoid craft, probably just to fit in, of course, of course. It has a, a modest bridge with chairs that are not designed to fit a tentacle person because of course, of course, of course, we would have eh, humanoid servants to fill these positions, though not today. We're a little light on help at the moment. But look at the banners. Oh, we have beautiful banners celebrating the Grand Umda, celebrating his pilgrimage to find Roomda, the first of our kind to be individual, and also statues and so on and so forth. Um, Groomda, do you know how to operate these things? I don't. I am just royalty. Operate a ship? I mean, I've operated a few of my day with a gazillion, but not every ship. Uh, what do you need help with? The buttons, man! The buttons! Groomda places his tentacles upon the buttons and then starts instinctually... Clicking here, and then there, and then there, and then there. Look at me, it's me, Gwumda. I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm a dang pilot. Pilot, sorry. The L is hard with the tentacles. The pie, what? As Gwumda furiously types in commands, suddenly the bridge of this vessel shifts to more flattering lighting. Whoa, there we go. Not bad. My tentacles were practically dying in that harsh white light. But now they can bathe in this beautiful, what do you call it? Oh, I call this, uh, mood lighting. (laughs) Mood lighting. Oh, my. I'm learning so much about myself and my body among you, groomed, huh? 
It'll be such a pleasure to bring you back to the home world. Now remember, you're not bringing me back. I'm visiting. <laughs> and I'm going on my own accord to check out everything. As Grimna says this, Grimna takes out a pack of uh, Marlboro 23s and he sort of shakes as he opens them up and sort of uh, tries to take one out. He drops it. <laughs> he takes out another one and puts it in his mouth, lights it. <sighs> oh, yeah. I'm just a little bit nervous. Uh, why am I even going here? I, I, I don't want to be back in other tentacles. I just, I just want to learn. I just want to learn. That's it. I just want to learn. I understand, Grunda. You're so different than how we were whenever you left. You must be nervous. You must feel like some sort of... And I've researched this a little bit. <laughs> you must feel like some sort of black sheep. That's an earth creature. But you're not. We love you. We miss you. And you see the the um, the silhouette of Liberty Balboa forming next to you as Liberty teleports onto the ship. Oh, hey, Liberty. What are you doing here? Trying to kick my ass on the way out? Fuck you, asshole. No, I'm not trying to do that. I'm trying to make sure that, well, I'm here for two reasons, really. But the first reason and the most important reason is I'm trying to make sure you don't chicken out. I know you. I know what you're like. You don't have any backbone. You don't have any bones at all, as far as I can tell. You're all tentacles. And I, I'm worried you're going to say no to this. You're going to chicken out and you're going to come back to live on the CSS Cavalier. I'm, gonna, I'm here to make sure that you do this and you do this right. I, I mean, I have a backbone, but I'm sturdy as fuck. No one's going to tell me what to do, whatever to do. I'm going to do this on my own accord. Suddenly, he can take out the cigarettes, no problem. He's smoking easily. And, uh, I mean, I have a backbone, but I'm fucking strong and, and, and icy. Suddenly, uh, he, well, out, without going completely into an ice form, you can see uh, some of the tentacles start to ice together behind him to make a sort of a, a, an exoskeleton of, uh, of firmness. You see that? You see that? No one can stop me. I'm going on my own. Accord, bitch. That's right, bitch. You are going to your own accord. Look at that backbone. Look at you. Look at you forming an exoskeleton. Now you're in the brotherhood of exoskeletons. And at that, I chest bump you. Huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. How do you like that? How do you like that? Fuck you. Fuck you, man. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you, fuck you, that's fuck right, you. that's right, you're speaking my language now, that's good, that's good. This is the kind of backbone it'll take for you to make your own decisions and do the right thing and stay here forever and never come back to the CSS Cavalier. I am coming back, oh, I'm coming back, because I'm only visiting for a little while, I'm only visiting for a little while, and when I get all the information, and you're gonna go back there, and you're gonna be like, oh, I hope he never comes back, and then you're gonna fucking scream my name at night when you're in heaven planet, because you're gonna miss me, and everyone's gonna miss me. You really hung up on me screaming your name during sex, this is the second time in like two hours that you've mentioned it. Yeah, because you said it once and I think that's fucking funny. That's not what I said. You made up a new thing. No, that is what you said. No, that's not what I said. At <laughs> no point did I mention at literally no point did I mention screaming your name during sex. You made that detail up completely on your own. I just said your name because I was looking at you and I was thinking about the princess. You made up a new thing that's where I screamed your name during that sex. You, when you think about the princess, you're going to be saying my name in the most intimate moment. It's a really clear one-to-one-to-one-to-one. You're acting like it's a big jump into something about me. But what is it talking about you? This is the kind of bullshit I don't want back on the CSS Cavalier. You're not not welcome back on the CSS Cavalier. I took a poll of everyone and they said everything's better in the 15 minutes since you left. You're not welcome back there. Also, I need some help. Um, I, I made up a lie about my brother, Liberty Hellboa, to, uh, to, to, to the princess. And uh, I, I accidentally described him too cool. And now I think she's in love with him. I said he had an eye patch. What do I do? While Groomed uh, 
tries to come up with a lie, any lie. The Grand Umda, his tentacles shift, they stutter, and they say, Grunda, this is below you. He, he's struggling. Just let it go for a minute, and uh, he, he can't even make full words. For Grunda to, to smack a couple of tentacles together into lips is child's play, but to this creature, it has become a bit more difficult. Oh, one second, Grandumda. Just say he lies about his height. Just say he says he's 6'10", we three six two, And she'll be like, oh, there's something with him if he's lying about that. Okay, yeah, I'll say that. 6'2 uh, is sort of crazy short, though. I'll say he's 6'3". Thanks, man. And I, I touch my comms badge and I, I teleport back to the CSS Cavalier. Grandumda, uh, sorry about that. I had business with the sip. But right now I'm with you. What's wrong? Oh, just a bit of jet lag, of course. I've never traveled between planets before. <sighs> but also, I'm feeling so very tired. I know that our people, they're dying for you to get home, room now. Please. And the, uh, the Grand Umda's tentacles are just... They don't have a form anymore. It's a puddle. It is a puddle of sushi, basically. They're hardly a form. Grandunda, wow, you all really do need my help. Here, let me give you some strikes. Grunda extends his tentacles again and they flower out as he places the suction cups upon the puddle of Umda. Oh, you're not going to like what you see. And the Grand Umda connects with Grumda, physically and psychically. Of course, yes, you're both creatures from the same hive mind. What what happens? Grumda, you are met with a rush of images. The years and the years and the years go by that you have missed from your home planet. It didn't form a society of individuals. What? As the, I, yeah, I'm sorry. Hi, Chris Hastings here, voice of the Grand Umda and the reliable narrator. I'm here to clear up a little bit of nonsense that our character may have told you. Okay. Yeah, sorry, Tim. Sorry, Groomda. Okay, go on. The Grand Umda lied. That's all there is to it. There are no new societies of individuals working together. What? Yeah. There is no healthy collection of tentacles down there. It seems as though, Groomda, when you erupted from your planet, when you became an individual, when you left the rest of the billions of tentacles, when your meager collection of tentacles took off into space, the rest of the homeworld started to die. Or at least got dumber, weaker, shittier. And the last best hope it had when one ship was passing by was to clench itself and erupt one last little chunk of tentacles in some sort of second individuality. After you, of course. That's all it could do. And that little chunk thought, the best thing I can do is appeal to Groomda's vanity. I'm going to pretend to be the grandest Groomda of them all. I'm going to be the Grand Umda. And get him back here 
to rejoin with all of us. To make us whole again. The Grand Umda is not trying to appeal to Groomda in some way to trap him. He is dying too. For some reason, Groomda has been able to survive off-planet way more than anyone else. This is a last-ditch attempt to bring Groomda back to the hive because they are all getting dumber and weaker every day. And the best thing that they thought that they could do to bring him back was to appeal to his vanity by creating this incredibly masculine, powerful, intelligent figure as this sort of king figure to flatter him and bring him back. You lied to Gwanda! You lied to me! You strange beast. (laughs) You are no recipient of my gratitude. You are no player against my vanity. You are a deceiver. Gwanda. I am only an aspect of yourself. Of course you're not! Oh, every dang tentacle is an aspect of Gwumda! That doesn't mean I turn against the worst aspects and go to the glory! The glory of the Cavalier! Hey, strange beast, you stay in here, right? Liberty! This fucking lied to me! They're the only single creature to ever come out of this planet except for me, and they're even as cool as me! There's nothing back there but more tentacles and slop! They want me to go back to lose myself, not to praise the self, but to lose myself back into the other tentacles, so other tentacles can thrive? Nah! Nah! I'm out for number one! I'm out for Wumda! I'm out for the big man! Wait, this guy wants to take you back to a planet to, to kill you? Is that, do I understand correctly? <laughs> yeah, if, if I get put back in the other tentacles, they get stronger, but I lose myself! So you'd be dead? I mean, I want you gone, but you'd be dead? Yeah, I'd be dead! And at that, we flash into uh, Liberty's eyes and we get uh, uh, flashbacks of all of his his good times with Groomda. Uh, them playing Tony Hawk together and he throws a controller at Groomda's head. Ow! Him uh, poking Groomda with a stick over and over again. This is fun. Uh, him taking <laughs> a skateboard from a teenager and smacking Groomda over the back of the head with it. Oh, the wheels! Uh, him picking up a gun and just firing it at Groomda to see what would happen. Yeah, we interesting. Uh, him cramming Groomda into a microwave and saying, It's a cool new bed! It's a cool new bed! Make it cold! <laughs> Make it cold! <laughs> no! Uh, we see him uh, uh, just like trying to shove one of Groomda's tentacles into a garbage disposal that's going. <laughs> I hate that one. Get that one out. (laughs) And we flash back now to the president. He goes, oh, my God, all our good times. You're my best friend. Fuck. (laughs) I've said it. You just haven't believed it. No, I don't listen to you when you talk. This one tried to make a fool of me. This one tried to make me join a dang monarchy. And I turn and I I look at the Grand Umda. I say, you listen to me and you listen good. If you want to fuck with Groomda, that's fine with me. In fact, it made me really like you. I really, I got to say, I really took to you when you were fucking with Groomda. But now that I've realized he's my best friend, if you fuck with Groomda, you fuck with Liberty Balboa. And when you fuck with Liberty Balboa, he fucks with you. That's right. I'm going to fuck you. And I'm going to scream Groomda's name while I do it. (laughs) Okay, okay, listen. You've all presented a very exciting argument and a wonderful case for living outside of the tentacle dough. If possible, maybe I'd like to join your style of life, Groomda. 
maybe I don't need to rejoin the hive. Maybe I could be another individual here alongside you and your Philadelphian friend. You're not ready. Grimly extends his tentacles and they flower out again, but then they start, start uh, turning back onto themselves as, uh, as then it becomes like a sort of cannon. As he puts the uh, the exposed hole closer, you realize it's, it's no cannon, it's a vacuum. He sucks up each individual tentacle one at a time. No, 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 that's not what I wanted. Hey, out, 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 no, but I- it's, it's like the electromagnetism from his own uh, tentacle uh, combination is able to demagnetize that other tentacle combination. Our backstories aren't clear. Uh, as he sort of uh, strips the Grand Umda from the tentacles and adds more mass to the powerful Groomda. Tim, make a laser's roll. I got a three and I'm a two. Okay, Tim, you failed. So, you are sucking each tentacle in with your little Groomda vacuum. One by one, uh, the Grand Umda is taken apart before your eyes, and yet he's offering no resistance. Why, it almost seems like he wants you to do it. And then you feel it, a tickle in the back of your hive mind, your very personality. Yes, <gasps> the Grand Umda is there. The Grand Umda is with you. The Grand Umda is in you, and... He's trying to take control. Woomda's <laughs> in the Woomda! Get out of my mind! Get out of me! I guess all three of you, I have a question. What am I looking at right now? Branson, that's a great question. You are seeing room to speak, but he's, his body is not the shape it usually takes. As you're seeing the Grand Umda laugh, what you're seeing is across the massive tentacles for a moment Groomda's face will pop out and then from another spot on the mass uh, the Grand Umda's face will pop out. Back and forth they're going. This is a, a form this is a body in flux you don't know who's in control. Hey what the hell? Holy shit I'm like I'm watching a Groomda off this fucking sucks this is the ugliest fucking thing I've ever seen about <gasps> And at that, I'm gonna, as I see the Grand Umda's face sort of take control over Groomda and overpower him, I'm gonna, I, I look and I'm patting frantically on my apron looking for one more marble. Uh, Liberty, make a feelings roll. I, I make a feelings roll. Oh, thank God, I'm so much better at those. I get my laser feelings. <gasps> Liberty, do you wanna ask me a question? Yeah. Uh, Joe, my question is do I find a marble? Liberty, you do. Fuck yeah. You knock aside all the ball bearings and all the, all the, all your <laughs> sharp stones in your pocket. And you, yes, you find a perfect marble. I look at it and I look and it's a little cat's eye marble, but instead of a cat's eye, it's a little Liberty Bell mm. inside of it. And I go, the lucky marble. And I kiss it and I wind up to throw it uh, directly between where the eyes of the Grand Umda are. Uh, Liberty, you don't have to roll for this. When a Liberty Bell marble is thrown at a person, its aim is always true. That's the Philadelphian <laughs> way. I'm gonna hit this guy in the head and cause a massive problem with his brain. I kiss the marble and I throw it. It flies true. Wait, what? Groomda, Grand Umda, you're smacked in the face with this marble. Ow! Oh. oh, Chase Utley! In that moment, the hive that is being formed between you is short-circuited. In that briefest of moments, you are separated. Yeah. Groomda, what do you do? 
In that moment, Grumna disengages. He drops his tentacles backwards as they each scurry to different corners of the ship and then reform from the ceiling, completely distanced from the Grand Umda. And then, one by one, they form one line, icing themselves up as Grumda does a partial ice form that uh, starts uh, freezing, fr- uh, shooting ice beams at the Grand Umda. <laughs> So it's like suddenly there's like tentacles on the ceiling and they form little ice cannons. Pew, pew, pew. I love this show. I love oh, these those stars of space. The reviews are in. <laughs> Grand Umda, you're being targeted by these ice beams. Uh, uh, oh, it's so cold. Grunda, you're putting me into some sort of cold storage. But before you do, you need to know your people are dying. They're dying because they miss you. And I... The cracks of ice form over him. Grumda reforms, stands above the uh, now frozen and protected Grand Umda. They don't miss me. They miss a part of themselves that they don't feel like they can control anymore. Well, they won't have Grumda. Grumda's going no contact with his planet. So you're going to let... Your whole home planet die? Fuck up. Yeah. This is perfect. Oh my god, this worked out great for me. I get a best friend, and I've always wanted to see you die on uh, some level. Now I can just envision a whole planet of you dying. This worked out great for me. Woohoo! And I click my heels. <laughs> Grumda picks up the Grand Umda, now frozen into an ice form of a basically perfect geometric uh, briefcase. And he goes, Come on, Liberty. Let's go home and get you married. Yeah, that's right. Oh, the princess! Oh, no! I left her in a refrigerator! Lemonade! What? Don't say that to me! No, this, we gotta help her! No, this isn't funny! <laughs> My crazy friend! He Stop tries, laughing! She's in danger! He tries to get married and he freezes her! No, no I guess this I... is a huge diplomatic issue if I if she's frozen. I, then it's, that's not gonna be on my ass! I'm going no contact! <laughs> oh, Grubda! What adventure lies next amongst Oh These, Those Stars of Space? Oh These, Those Stars of Space stars Ali Fisher, Branson Reese, Carly Minardo, Christopher Hastings, Tim Platt, and Joe Lepore as everything and everyone else. Oh These, Those Stars of Space is edited by Sam Grant, designed by Joe Lepore, and produced by Joe Lepore at Bucket of Milk, with the support of our patrons and our rear admiral, Lucas Wagner. Our theme and additional music is composed by Huge Today. See you next time, Cosmic Voyagers, for another story from Oh These, Those Stars of Space. Space.